I'm a writer. Written Monday, May 2nd, 2011 at 1.36 p.m. When I returned from visiting Kristen in Maryland, I had lots to do. I had to email the director at Camp Dudley about Yanni. I had to update my resume and bio for the Essence.com opportunity. And I had to file for unemployment. I also thought I might submit a writing sample to Essence. After all, how could I expect Essence to hire me if they don't know my writing? I took my laptop to a coffee shop and I decided to write about being a writer. This is what I wrote. I'm a writer. This was my response to a stranger that I met in Georgetown on Sunday who asked me what I did. I said it a second time on the airplane to George as I was traveling back home from Maryland to Cleveland on Monday morning. George and I will become friends, I suspect. He is a mid-40s Italian-American financial consultant from Connecticut. George is working in Cleveland to shut down operations for a local bank that was unable to survive in the economic crisis. This is a welcomed assignment for George as he is going through a messy divorce. Somehow, seeing many people losing their jobs is less stressful to him than going home to what must feel like a losing situation with his wife and children. George shared his pain and fears of loneliness with me on the plane, and I shared mine with him. But back to me being a writer. Why not? This is who I am deciding to be. Mostly, this is a response to an urgency and need to share. My experience over the last few months have been incredible. My life has actually been incredible. But these last few months have been really extraordinary. My people, that circle that I hold most dear, have encouraged me to write. And then I got a call from a friend who has a friend at Essence. And Essence is looking for a columnist on spirituality and faith. And of all people, this friend of a friend thought of me. And at just such a time as this, the universe is responding. So having no formal experience at this, I have decided that I will begin altering my perception. I will tell people that I'm a writer until I believe it. I said this to my grief counselor, Monica, today, and she suggested that I go a step further and actually start writing. Brilliant, I thought. So now here I sit at Dewey's Coffee Shop, my new home away from home, and I write. With a chai tea latte by my side, every writer needs a good companion drink. And what better to write about than my new identity? Professionally, I've been a banker, a headhunter, a minister, a social worker, and an activist. And that's just in eight years. I'm 30. Apparently, these transitions are consistent with the trend of my generation. Why? We work to live while our parents' generation, boomers, live to work. The boomers often criticize us wise, but I think we're on to something. Do we really need just one title? One stagnant career path? Or does that restrict creativity? If I look at my work history as a series of titles, maybe it looks a little unfocused. However, if I consider the collection of experiences, the knowledge, working on the New York Stock Exchange trading floor, helping to facilitate life transitions, advocating on behalf of incarcerated men and women, ministry, it feels incredible. And I don't cease to be these things. I just continually grow and become more. I feel that I've been responding to a series of assignments from God. All of my assignments have had meaning and purpose for me and for others. All of my assignments has, have forced me to grow. My last assignment ended abruptly. For two years, I was the director of a woman's center in Trenton, New Jersey. My staff and I worked to help spiritually, emotionally, and financially impoverished women facilitate lifestyle changes meant to lead to greater stability. We made a difference in the lives of many women, 
But alas, with the loss of funding, the loss of staff, the ending of my apartment lease, and yes, the sudden death of my partner, I can't think of a clearer sign that an assignment is over. And what about my PhD plans? Well, I have no plans. I am choosing rather to embrace life's open question mark. I have my soul friend, Jesse, to thank for giving me permission to be open. I'm still in conversation with Rutgers and others about funding and housing, but nothing is solid. Things will need to be solid and very clear if I'm meant to return to New Jersey. For now, the only thing that is clear is that I am a writer, and I know this how, because in this very moment I am writing, and this very moment is the only thing that is real. God is here. God is in this very moment, and I am in it with God writing. I heard the analogy once that God is like a song that has been played throughout eternity, and it is our responsibility to remain present with God and to sing in harmony with God's song. I have asked myself, how can I sing along with God's song if I choose to be bound by a single label? I think one must choose to be bound or be free. I choose to be free. I choose to be present, and I choose to sing. And apparently there is something that I am meant to sing in this season. I hope that it is helpful. So I humbly assume this assignment, peacefully resting in the uncertainty of this moment, and the hope for incredible experiences to come. Sincerely, Kimberly S. Copeland.